Welcome to the Cultural Vacuums, everybody. Thank you for joining us yet again for another round of recommendations and reviews, courtesy of, well, it used to be myself, Josh Treblecock and Lou Fitz, but now we're joined by lovely guests, aren't we, Lou? Absolutely. Guests are plenty. But before I ask you who our guest is this week, uh, people, you can always get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, inf- um, hello at theculturalvacuums.com is our email address. We're also on Instagram and Twitter and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, please do, if you like if you like what you've been hearing, uh, please do give us a review, five stars. It, means, it may not mean anything to you, but it will mean a fuck of a lot to us. Uh, but Lou, more importantly, yep. we have another lovely guest, our second one in a row. Uh, we're doing pretty good at this stuff now. Um, but could you please tell us who is our guest this week? Our guest this week is the wonderful Elena Sorel, uh, actor, comedian, producer, director, extraordinaire, thoroughly lovely woman. Lovely woman. Uh, and- <laughs> lovely woman. <laughs> Elena, her, she, I, I met her doing stand-up. Um, we had a very long chat. I can't, I'm going to ask her if she can remember what our first long, in-depth chat was about. Um, in Dalston, we did a gig. Um, and then I met uh, her, her partner, Duffy, lovely bloke, jeweler, very interesting oh. man. And um, also, um, uh, she's been in everything, Josh. Like, if you name your favourite show, she's been in oh, it. Oh, well. I swear to God, just na- name name your best British sitcom at the minute or recently. Oh, so she wasn't. So has she been in Only Fools and Horses? No, she wasn't. She, oh, wasn't, right. she wasn't in Only Fools Got and Horses. Got she wasn't, Got she has been in Benidorm, which I do want to ask her about. Oh, really? And Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I can't wait to speak to her. I'm really, I'm really excited. Um, it's, it's an actual, it's an actual guest, an actual celebrity. Well, well, well I'll, I'll name. I'll, let me rattle a couple of things. Yeah, up, go on, go on. I've done research on Elena. Um, she's been in Breeders. She's been in uh, the Will Ferrell film about Eurovision. Oh, she's great. She's been film. in Killing Eve. Amazing. Um, she's been in uh, like uh, Silent Witness. Josh. She's met Ellis James, one of my heroes. Legends. If, he, if, if Ellis James was Northern. I'd want I'd want him to be my dad. <laughs> well, I mean that is a pretty yeah. I mean she's been in some pretty decent stuff. I can't wait to, to talk to her. But before we bring her out though, we have to do our customary uh, little little uh, little pasties on the table time, Lou. Uh, you know what it is? Pasties on the table. <laughs> Why didn't you say pasties on the table? Pasties on the table. It's Greg's time. Pasties on table, lads. Cox out. You know what time Cox it is? Again. It's you and me need to work out. Like, well, you we each take a turn to guess. What one thing you think Elena will, will talk about at some point in our conversation? We can't lead the conversation there. It has to be completely organic, unlike a Greg's pasty. Um, so, what do you think? Hey, hey now. Actually, that's a bit unfair. They're probably organic, hey organic up to the eyeballs. Sponsorships are still an opportunity for us, Josh. Income streams, and I will love to take money I will from take Greg. it. Organic Greg's or non-organic Greg's. I don't get it. I've damn. given them enough. I want a pasty, years. I think. Well, okay, but firstly, what do you think she's going to say? Um... Well, I'll, I know Elena has, like, um, she, her dad. Oh, no, her mum. Yeah, her, her mum's Mexican. Okay. Um, so I, I think I, I'm... And she's a very thoughtful person and with a lot of American humour. So I'm hoping that she'll unearth some, like, really old Mexican sitcom or something like that that's amazing. Um, that, that something, something along that artsy Latino uh, vibes. 
what I think still. Yeah, okay, well, you've got to say, like, one actual thing, though. I can't just be like, if she's... Well, I don't know. If she like, just starts um, saying right. anything Mexican, oh, okay, fair enough. Some, <laughs> yeah, some pretentious like... Mexican shit. Yeah, of course, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be able to list one of those. Um, of uh, Dawn of the Dead, she's going to say, <laughs> you know that, you know that, do, do you know that thing, like, whatever that festival's called? Dawn of the, oh, Cinco, the Cinco de Mayo. No, oh yeah, Cinco no, 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 yeah, yeah. That, no that, that, that as a phrase. No, 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 that's, right. that's 5th of May. I mean, uh, is it Dio, Dios de, la, de la Muertes? Dios de la Muertes. Yeah, that's a Disney it. film. That's that it, yeah. Really Coco. All right, cool. So you're saying Coco. She's going to say Coco at some point. Yeah. Okay, cool. Coke. So, okay, so she might she might mention Coco. Um, you said her husband is a jeweler, right? Or her partner is a jeweler. Uh, partner? Let's, uh, partner, let's not, sorry. Let's not put people sorry. under pressure on air. Um, um, actually, I don't know uh, about that. We'll have to okay, well, either um, way. No, no, no. Because what I was going to say is... Uh, Duffy. Duffy. Okay, so yeah. uh, Okay, so that you said they might work. Brilliant in... bloke, and we will tag everything that he does. I, I, I can't afford it, but he makes it in a lovely little workshop. He's amazing, mate. We'll tag it. All right, lovely stuff. Well, I think uh, that means that if she's gonna, if we, if, if we ever get into the subject of diamonds, I think she's gonna mention uh, King of Thieves, which was the 2018 film uh, with Michael Caine uh, about the Hatton Garden. Uh, robbery that happened why are we talking about okay yeah that's a loose case yeah i know but are you gonna are you just gonna bring that up no did you not hear what i said you we cannot absolutely cannot steer the conversation in that chart in that way it needs to be organic like i said like a greg's pasty um right anyway also oh yes go on um there's a documentary that she has just made that um, oh she's plugging some stuff to the well no but i don't i don't she's not coming on with that explicit intent um, she can do it. But wants. I want to ask her questions about it because it sounds amazing. All right. It's about her dad. Oh. Documentary about her dad. Very interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting her. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Lou, why don't you introduce us to Elena Sorrell? What do you want to say? Well, so anyway, it's just uh, down to us to sort of say thank you so much for coming on the show and well, lovely to have you and... and what have you been watching recently? We get straight into the cultural references here. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on the show. I'm big fans of uh, <laughs> Lou, and I'm disappointed that Mo isn't here, if I'm completely honest. But, hey, so are we, okay. quite yeah, frankly. So are we. So are we. <laughs> the invite we... is out there, Mo, if you want to come back. I know. Where is he? He's so flaky. flaky he's, a mi- he's, a, he's a mysterious... Um... He's a mysterious sloth that perhaps we should talk to. We'll talk about off air <laughs> because of growing concerns I have. Oh, no. well, we miss you, Mo. Shame you won't yeah. be part of this fun conversation. <laughs> You're lost. Um, have we, yeah. We have we officially started now, Josh? Yeah, I think so. All right, okay. Yeah, it's a rolling thing. I'm un, I'm unproducible, Elena. Apparently. <laughs> so. Don't worry, it's a good thing being unproducible. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you, you can't, they, you like people can't get what they want out of you. You know, <laughs> I, I, the way I sort of see it is, I, I, you know, why try restrict you, Lou? Let's just let you go free, get off the leash, and just run out wild and uh, and and come up with your. That's how I know Lou. Like he's, he's <laughs> like he's like a stallion. Do you know, like a wild stallion? Well, he was, just does was... what he wants. I was going to say, I, in the intro, I suggest, I remember how I think we met. I was going to ask you, do you remember how, how from your end we met? Like in what, you know, what, where were we? What was the scenario? All that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, I think I do. Do you want to do you want to try and I've say already, it at the same I, time or you've already said it? We've already said it. Okay. I remember meeting Lou doing stand up either at the Cavendish Arms or at a uh uni student union gig. I don't remember either of those gigs. I remember <laughs> t- t- I remember two others. I remember the mo no because that was re- no meeting you i th- um dalston wasn't it no because i already knew you then because we were talking about duffy immediately um i just remember you going i'm lou where is lou is he in the loo is he in the loo uh, and thinking oh, i should go up and do that because that looks like <laughs> a lot of fun <laughs> uh, was mo there was mo there because i feel like mo loves saying that so much uh no i don't was say in- it mo oh. wasn't there I don't think guys I've grown now. I don't just, I've I've written a joke. I think that's one of the best jokes I've ever heard. I don't know what you're talking about. And and from yourself, I remember, no, I I remember Sunday shtick and somewhere at the cab maybe. And I remember you doing your bit about, um, you know, uh, the one night stand and then you, the bit that really got me and when something gets me i do like a high-pitched sort of squeal from the back of the room (laughs) it's like like a banshee like like there's doves gonna come out and you and then it was that that got me the sound effect of you did it guy and i've butchered your joke but you know (laughs) yeah there's a it's the walk of shame but from that was uh, the walk of shame yeah with like what did i say the walk of death no, you said one night stand, which it is a one night stand. It's like a, it's like a stride, of, stride of pride, I guess. Yeah. And then, and then there's a dove in there. I don't know why. I don't remember, but yeah. <laughs> Either way. And I yeah. met Josh when he was uh, wearing a poncho, reading high cues. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Oh. It, it took a turn. Yeah, my my comedy career definitely took a turn for the. I took a nosedive, is what I did. <laughs> very very early day. Very early days um but elena we are here to talk about like things that yeah again we've been watching reading listening to and okay. I know you're you're you are an actor right yeah so that's amazing. the idea amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah. what have you what have you, have you been working on anything recently or you that you can talk about or? yeah so i'm currently in a show that comes out in august this august the 4th guys Ooh. itv2 Ooh. a new comedy series called buffering yep. uh created and starring by uh, ian sterling and steve bujega oh amazing um and there's loads of other really awesome talented people in it but uh so there's like uh, janine haruni's in it uh jesse cave's in it uh lo- loads of amazing cool people Sounds funny wow. people oh, uh, yeah how long how long was the shoot on that was that like a good was that like a fun shoot or was it one of those like epics sort of no. <laughs> month-long month sort of torture chambers <laughs> no it was a super fun shoot it was kind of weird because we started filming end of 2019 oh, wow. and um we were meant to go on a break until the summer of 2020 because steve and ian were meant to go on tour and then we were going to resume after the tour and then obviously i don't know if you guys heard but there was like a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> crazy so the world ended and then we weren't allowed to film it until um the start of this year so we basically filmed we had filmed two episodes already uh by 2019 and then 
continued the rest of the filming at the start of this year and we shot mm. the rest of the six episodes so the remaining um episodes and it was really fun um because it's quite a it's a really fun cast it's like an ensemble kind of sitcom kind of cast and yeah. um it's a lot of freedom to kind of riff and be your character and stuff obviously i don't play necessarily the funniest character i'm quite straight in, in the show. <laughs> what's the what's this what's the show about so the summary that we've been giving is uh 20 late 25 to 30 year olds try to have it all <laughs> um so <laughs> but, Elena, we, we won't, because uh, i've never i've never seen because josh you've done interviews like this before i've never seen uh you elena going because i know you as a friend yeah go in go into slightly glazed eyes over oh it's a great show we did this we filmed it in november <laughs> we did it in here and i'm like who the, who the fuck am i talking to you like i know you and i know you don't care i know you don't i know you care because you're an artist but i know you don't give a fuck <laughs> no, what are you talking about lou i care <laughs> i was gonna say so, there were no, there were no fucking glazed eyes in any of that but remember josh remember you know i want to know the, the real we want to know the real questions you, right. were in ben, you were All in right. benadorm you were in benadorm did you benadorm, meet johnny yeah. vegas uh very 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 quickly yes Okay. Yeah, oh but I God. didn't. I didn't have any scenes with him. I did meet um, Joan Collins. Was in the season that oh, I was in. Really? And we they did a cast and crew screening of that, and that was fucking cool because it was yeah. in this really normal small screening room in like a hotel in Soho. So it wasn't anything glamorous. There was no red carpet, but she showed up. Obviously, like full, full glam, of, like full glam, sparkly dress, like really just, like, fucking insane. I feel like every time so I've cool. ever seen Joan, so I've seen Joan Collins in the flesh <laughs> once and it was the weirdest thing. So I remember me and my mate and his dad got tickets to go to the Paul O'Grady show, the live thing. Yeah. Um, but it was the one time we went was when Paul O'Grady wasn't there. He was what? instead being interviewed as a guest on his own show. And the person who was interviewing him <gasps> was Joan Collins. No <laughs> way. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, so much just... clout that you can be like, oh, "Hi, Paul. I'm gonna do. We're gonna switch seats." <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't want to talk about myself anymore. It's yeah. boring now. It's just like Wait. Graham Norton, like bringing out like Paul O'Grady. Like, here you go. <laughs> Wait, I love was dogs. It... I just love them. <laughs> Paul O'Grady loves. I just love dogs. You know what I mean? I cater to people who have all died during the pandemic. <laughs> That's basically oh, Paul O'Grady. I'm sorry, we must cut that out. But I remember <laughs> mindless television, Paul O'Grady. And he's not he's, he's not gay, but it, come on now. I think I mean, he I think he sparkles a little bit. He's a little yeah. bit sparkly. And that is amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah. don't lie to me, Paul. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> he's, he's obviously very good friends with Joan Collins anyway. So like, what yeah. did they talk? about what did you feel like you were in their living room like watching them having a little I did I felt I yeah it was it was like the whole I mean the amount of uh footage that I think they actually old were you old were you uh I would have been about 18 17 oh my gosh wow just before it was it was the last few days before I started my own comedic uh journey just watch Joan Collins was the inspiration (laughs) yeah well it's it's interesting I think a lot of comedy now and especially like female comics having such a good you know it's the scales are balancing which is fantastic I see a lot of Joan Rivers in people a lot yeah which yeah, is brilliant yeah, yeah. because why not? She's an icon, you know, and it's, she was so important. 
to people and I, I, people we'd, people people forget that anyway that was me being sincere oh Lou man <laughs> <laughs> got a little tear in my eye women can be funny guys I know. <laughs> what, what, what have you um what have you been watching then uh well what have you guys i've been watching uh i just recently shamefully been... what if it's even if it's shameful, shameful. like just shameful like, like, like so called. obviously you've just been working with ian sterling who is obviously as everyone knows the voice of love island yeah have you been have you been watching at all i mean it's only been on for like a week but i, I haven't started watching it um but I, I i will say that i i have watched it in the past <laughs> no but no but but do you like it I'm okay. I'm a sucker for trashy TV. I okay. adore reality television. I think Fair it's enough. genius. I think whoever yeah. edits these shows is a fucking master oh. in storytelling. Yeah. And it, I just think it's phenomenal. Like during lockdown, I don't know if you guys had this, I got hooked on all the Real Housewives series. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know, but I respect I, that other people Lou, would. You are so made. <laughs> For Real Housewives of New York, like it is so entertaining. You reckon? And it's like it's like Shakespeare. It's like or like Greek tragedies. It's on the same <laughs> level. Of, it's so intense. I to the point. So I started with the Beverly Hills one, which is like fun and frivolous. Right. And then I went to the dark side, which was the New York one. And these women are like bananas. They're amazing. Really? I'm actually shocked that Ramona is so triggered. I thought like where we can have middle ground, like I actually thought about this, was we are women and she has a daughter. And can't we all agree how great it is to see women advance in American politics? You know I'm not gonna let you off the hook that much. You know what? Only because- You know what they say, don't talk about politics with friends. So we're not talking about politics. Does Ebony have to talk politics all the time? I know we have more in common than that. As my daughter Avery would say, peel back the onion. Ebony, can you peel back the onion, please? You spent a lot. Of, you spent time in New York. Well, ages. Well, you what? Give Josh and myself and the listeners because it's them. <laughs> yeah. The the back cat because I don't fully know your entire because I know that your mum Mexico your mum was Mexican and the head, oh, that's like, like a super racist comment. Like I am um... Latinx. Uh, but not Josh, all of Latin Americans are Mexican, actually. Josh is Josh is Colombian. Are you? So you, are you like me? You're a third culture kid. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah very much so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your mix? I'm so well. The thing is, I'm Colombian on my mum's side, yeah. and then I don't know my biological dad. So <laughs> I mean, Colombian. it could it could be anything, you know. <laughs> He went out for uh, some cocaine and never came back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, not that all Colombians do cocaine. <laughs> no, no. Know. Um, but it is known for that. They do uh, make it, though. I, I am a country that is near, that had a lot of affiliation with Colombia. Uh, from I'm part Salvadorian and part American. Oh, MS-13, where it is. Exactly. And actually, Escobar's <laughs> gang, like big cargo of the biggest cargo of drugs that was coming from Colombia to the US got caught in El Salvador. Oh, I, yeah. El I Salvador, had no idea. Like, hardcore, man. Like, I've, oh, I've, I've always kind of wanted to go there, but I've always been kind of terrified. It's a beautiful was, country. Don't be scared. Yeah, that's just, I was yeah. supposed to um, go to Honduras uh, <gasps> right before the pandemic. And because uh, I speak a, a bit of Spanish, but like the big thing there is the kidnapping. And as yeah. soon as they see Gringo walk out of the airport, I'm in a, I'm in a van immediately. Like I, I would, <laughs> it, it, it oh would 
like, come on, Elena. I mean, I don't know. I think they'd see your crazy eyes and be terrified. They'd yes. be like, whoa, hey. this guy. Oh, <laughs> that was something we well, don't know. And he knows <laughs> a little bit of Spanish. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Too scary. Too scary for us. Oh, fuck you. If, that, if, if, if anything, you'd have like ladies falling at your feet. Hola, me amo Lou. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah they're like, who is this like hot ginger friendly guy? <laughs> He's so sexy. Um, oh, but I thought have they, done oh, maybe... house... they done a Real Housewives of El Salvador yet? I think that could be incredible. I mean, that would be very tragic because it would it would <laughs> it I... wouldn't be that different from the New York one. They'd just all be like <laughs> drunk, drunk, and high on prescription drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear you yeah. told me you 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 had Mexican like you've lived there or something like I'd... I I have a lot of friends that live in Mexico and I love right. Mexico and I'm, I'm, I'm that's right. I'm I met a bunch of your friends that was it yes and then I, that, right, are, that, was it. that are Mexican because uh yeah. typically we like to us Latinos like to stick together so. <laughs> and then you to college in New York and then I did acting school in New York for yeah. a year, which was it, it, the joke that it sounds like. Acting what was school. that? Yeah. I've always wanted to meet someone who's done that. Like I've read so, watched so many films and written, like read so many books about people who are kind of living that like actors, young actors life and like New York City and stuff like that. Was it the what, like of... autobiographies and stuff like James yeah. autobiography? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, was it the kind of, uh, I mean, yeah. What was it like? Like, was it just like shows every day and like drinking and, you know? Uh, it wasn't. So I, the deal was with my parents that I could go to acting school for a year uh, if I got into real university because they were obviously like, you're not going to become an actress. That is a <laughs> dumb profession. <laughs> and they weren't wrong. So um, <laughs> um, the uh, I went to Strasbourg, which is super easy to get into, by the way. There's no like audition process. Or Strasbourg in New York. So it, they have a school in New York and in LA. It's the Lee Strasberg Institute. It's where they teach you uh, method acting, where like Pacino uh, and those people went. Um, and um, I just ended up going to New York at 19 and just going to parties and not really going to school. <laughs> if I'm honest. I couldn't yeah. fucking, I could, I would do exactly the same thing if I was like let loose in a city like New York. Are you, did you, where did you move from before you were in New York? I was at boarding school here in the UK. Oh, so I went, okay. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, so I did have, I do have an English accent. I did have one. And then my dad made fun of me for sounding English. He was like, you sound queer. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the strange way, not in the like derogatory, like derogatory. That's what I have to keep saying. That's yeah. totally yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, in the old fashioned vernacular yeah. of the word. So yeah, so <laughs> I, got rid of my sound, english accent elena you sound queer get out of here <laughs> <laughs> literally literally that so yeah so that's kind of the, the back but daddy but daddy i love you yeah. you get out of here <laughs> you, little queer, you little queer girl i think it was more like oh yeah where you know when you're like because you've got quite a distinct northern accent and what? I'm sure most of your family have it. Imagine if all of a sudden you turned around and you had like a French accent. Your parents would be like, "Who are you?" God, I don't know what I don't know what my dad. Well, I sort of got an American one, an American twang, because I was there for like seven years. You so. in Miami? Yeah. Mm. That's where I got my. That's where I got my little bit of Spanish. <laughs> yeah. That's where I picked that shit up. 
Dos cerveza, por favor. <laughs> what's the What's the other Spanish word that you would use frequently? Puta. Ooh. Puta. Um, <laughs> or um, I'd, um, oh God, no! What was the other one? It was a joke one, but it was like uh, for Alfie, it'll, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. <laughs> Um, living living in New York, like, uh, were you ever like? I, I don't know. For me, it's like one of those things that, like, for, when you hear about Josh, people- I'd like to caveat this because you grew up in London. Do you, yeah. you know what I mean? So to say, oh, look, you're growing up in New York—that's crazy, Josh. The idea to me of growing up in London is insane. It is crazy. Did you, you know? know? So, what did you? Where did you grow up, Lou? Man, man you know you. <laughs> we've been fr- we've been friends for like eight I know, nine but years. You've never you've never explained whereabouts you're from. Because he's Manchester. a man of mystery. I told you he's like a star. <laughs> he's in Manchester. I'm from <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> just just outside Manchester. Yeah, but like yeah. growing up, no, but it's different between like growing up in like London and like going to a new city like London and like when you're kind of like younger and you know you're hitting your twenties and you're kind of getting all right. Yeah. And, shit like that. and I just think in New York you would go like because you've seen films like. I know this came up. It, it is a, it, in my head. I thought it was going to be like in the movies that we grew up watching, being like, "I'm going to go to this city and I'm going to yeah, have yeah. like everything and I'm going to be super hot and live in a loft." And, <laughs> and the reality of it was a lot more real. Than that. <laughs> um, but then I, I, my dad was from New York, so I did have the safety net of having like family there and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, grown okay. up every summer, so it was. I, mean, I guess it'd be like you being left to your own devices in london as a 19 year old kid which i'm guessing you had anyway so probably. yeah i to be fair i the reason i sort of bring it up is because I, I finished reading um i was reading uh oh, what was it meet me in the bathroom which okay. is like have you ever read so it's basically like a book about all of the indie bands in like the early 2000s and they were all and i was just like the amount of drugs and they were all around like 19 20 21 and it was like interpol and the strokes and like even Kings of Leon pop up and all these bands. It's just like the fucking coolest thing ever. That's cool. Yeah, so there was all the indie clubs and stuff like Lit and Sway and all these kinds of places, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah they mentioned So Sway. I went to those places. Oh, when did I was, you? Yeah, That's yeah, so yeah, cool. yeah. Where you basically like, it was like the era of skinny jeans and leather jackets and everyone was like being edgy and gross was like cool. But yeah. and Misha Barton was like a thing then. Oh my god! I'm um, from um, uh, what's her face? Out of the uh, LC. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, it was a god, lot. Of Eleni, you're so cool. Like, and yeah. that's that's my perception of you. So cool. I'm not cool. I. You're you know, so cool. I just like to drink quite a lot. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Yeah. What else have you been watching? Uh, so lots of reality shows. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch? Um, Love is Blind. Oh, yes. Wait, did I? That's the one where they like, they they, they have to speak through a screen and then they meet and then they, they have like a week. They yes. to, then they have to get married. I've met the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I've never seen her before. Here, you will choose someone to marry. Hello. Nice to hear from you. Okay. Can't say see ya. Without ever seeing her. If you're ready to find the love of your life. Game time. The pods are now open. What kind of 
work do you do? So what are some of your biggest turnoffs? So what are you looking for in a woman? Ethnicity, race, physical appearance. None of that matters. I'm really starting to emotionally connect with you. This could be a remarkable love story. I'd give everything 20 minutes. And, and I gave it 20 minutes and I it did not pass the 20 lose 20 minute test. I'm afraid. How did it not pass the 20 minutes? So like I don't know. Maybe I think at that point I just finished watching the circle and I was a bit, you know, oh, like oh yeah. Thingied out. I was a bit yeah, mushed out in that regard. Because you guys do you guys mostly watch British television or do you guys watch like Netflix, Amazon, like that kind of what's your I'll 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 list the I it's it's a mix. I'll go to the B I'll go to the BBC for a lot of stuff and I missed it when I was in the States. But here's the last stuff that I watched. Hold on. I tend to watch pretty much anything that like basically my girlfriend watches. So you talk about reality stuff. Oh my god, like I'm right there with you. The whole of lockdown, it was like too hot to handle just came Uh. out. Then it was like um, then my girlfriend got super addicted, like crazily addicted to are are they are you the one? Or something like that, which is like an MTV series, which is basically like uh, 22 people uh, are stuck on like a beautiful villa. And they're basically told you've each been perfectly matched with someone, but you have to work out by the end of the series which who it is, who it is. And every time you get it wrong, you'll lose. So they start off with like a million or like half a million. And then it just keeps on losing and it trickles down. So by the end of the series, they've all just eventually matched up with someone. Do they, it, they end up like fighting over people that they think that they're the yes. ones? Oh, yes. Oh, you would love it so much. And they end up like, so obviously the whole <laughs> thing is they're told like, right, your perfect match is here. So straight away they just start fucking each other like jackrabbits of course because they can't keep it in their pants they can't they can't and they have this like one room where they basically all there's like they've just laid they've taken out like the flooring and they've just replaced it with mattresses so there's Ew. like 20 people can sit on the floor <laughs> right next to each other Lose face. <laughs> one, one of the best things i've ever seen is this one guy in like series one or series two who is so excited that a new contestant or someone has just walked in he jumps off the floor and accidentally kicks this girl in the face who's sleeping next to him in, in the process, breaking her entire nose. <laughs> like just blood gushing out everywhere and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's fantastic. It's wonderful stuff to watch. It sounds good. I'm definitely going to watch that. I also, the uh, other one that was good, did you watch Married at First Sight, the Australian? Yes, movie? yes, oh, yes, yes. This that happened- was phenomenal. Not oh. only, but like the accent was so addictive as well. Yeah. Like the one, like, there's one called Marsha that sounded like a Kim, like an Australian Kim Kardashian. And <laughs> was she the King the one with the lips? No, King Dingaling was. Um... Oh, what was her name? <laughs> um... You went King Dingaling. Yeah, being King Dingaling. Oh, no, what was her name? Was it Sorel or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Sorel. She that was, was cool. I liked her. She was feisty. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, I was talking to an Aussie mate of mine that was filmed in like. 2016 yeah like yeah. ages ago and it only just came to prominence now yeah because they the bought UK, the, they, itv bought the i guess they bought the distribution rates for it mm. here but as, an, was... a, as a, a an actor do you know like are you told if something gets syndicated or moved or, do you know all that kind of stuff is that part of it uh yes so they tell you when it happens and then sometimes there's when they <laughs> Tell you about contracts here, guys. Um, when, when you sign up for a show or whatever, they have 
the options of possibly going elsewhere and they let you know. Uh, what, yeah. I, I see when you first started that question though, I thought, cause I feel like I'm going to do this quite a lot. It's just like, just start every question with as an actor. Uh, oh God. But like, would you ever look at like. No, but I, I should say that Elena is the reason that I'm on spotlight. So in, in, in a way, in a way, you are my acting coach. And whenever I have questions, I do go to her. I'd be like, by the way, is th- does this look fine? She's oh like, God. well, it's not really a credit. But I've, when you fill out the spotlight thing, obviously, because it's attuned to actors, you f- I felt like a, like a baby, <laughs> like going, I was in a school play or, you know what I mean? Or you have to get. Yeah, it is overwhelming as well, because they I didn't re- when I signed up to spotlight. Uh, back in you know the dark ages because <laughs> um, I'm so old. same age we're the same age we're the same um, age yeah but I you know I I started I I I started pursuing acting you oh, know course, before right. stand up um, did you always know you wanted to be uh, an actor I always knew I wanted to do stuff in comedy and entertainment so I like always knew I wanted to be an actor do like comedy, write stuff and like direct. So who, is, who were like your kind of like uh, your sort of, what do you call them? I, like who did you kind of want to be like, or who inspired you? Who are your Lou's? Yeah, who are your Lou's? I was going to say, I was going to say Lou, but hey, uh, he's taken. Uh, <laughs> By me. <laughs> and it's a Lou, rocky road. Lou, Lou Fritz, uh, always. Oh, I just thought, you know, he was, he was so charismatic and... Uh, just so witty uh, uh genius oh, and it, was so, it was so unpredictable you know you never knew what was gonna happen it was like magic <laughs> uh like watching share or someone one of the <laughs> i've tightened up now i've tightened up elena i'm all right i've tightened up i wear we'll talk about it off air but uh, anyway um do you guys so but you guys still perform stand-up together every good question while, josh uh josh hasn't oh no life. yeah no i've 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 not really done it for a while uh, yeah. i'd like to I, I maybe i'll do some again at some point but yeah I, I think the world would be calling out for lou if lou had stopped rather than, <laughs> rather than me you what know what was your, jo- what was your reason for petering out like not uh well I, I can't even remember now it was just i think it was more just like laziness than anything i like super enjoyed it and i still get the buzz and sort of think oh my god yeah i'll, I'll never feel so alive again in my life uh, it's a long it's a long dark shadow to be cast behind elena yeah <laughs> some so things it, can't grow do you know what i mean it was work, <laughs> and it was so it was work i had to dedicate my life to something and it was either comedy trying to pursue stand-up comedy or and it, me or it was working on shows like uh, England's Greatest Cathedrals for Channel 5. Oh, that sounds fab. So, I mean, when yeah. you've got the toss-up I'd between the that. two, I fucking, you know. Did you get to go to all these cool cathedrals? and like? Oh, boy, did I? I got to climb up Salisbury Cathedral, uh, which is like the tallest spire in Europe or something like that. Um, and... We're going to get the presenter of these shows on. I think, yeah, in the exactly. Nice. World's who's the present? Who's the presenter? Um, so who was it? We had well, we had Tony Robinson. Is it Tony Robinson? Tony Robinson, the guy, the guy that heals people's minds, the life coach guy. What? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oh, yeah. No, because there's there's Tony Robinson, there's Tommy Robinson, who's the EDL guy, and then there's Tony Robbins, which is the the, the mind hacker. If you kind of like mix them all together, it'd be an amazing person. But yeah, wow. no, he's, he was Baldrick from, um, from Blackout. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He's so cool. He was very, very sweet I, little man. Blackadder was 
dope. I think that I was, was gonna one ask. of the shows I yeah. grew up watching. Really? Yeah, yeah. it's weird because a lot of the well, watching, having a lot of my references are very American. And then obviously mm. there, there were some shows growing up that that were English that I remember watching and they were so formative, like uh, like Blackadder, Faulty Towers, Ab Fab, obviously Monty Python. Yeah. That was so cool. So even because you you grew up in sounds like all sorts of different places, you, but but that your formative years you you stuck to British stuff. Even when you went to the states and were living the, there, the most early. formative thing I apparently that I ever watched as a kid was yeah. um, a documentary about gorillas. That was the top. <laughs> thing. Really? Is is which obsessed? One? Really, like J- Jane Jane Eyre kind of stuff. Like Jane Goodall vibes, but That's apparently it. it was like a Jane Eyre, yeah, Jane Goodall, not Jane Eyre. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> say, what the fuck were you watching? She's like, what, what is she doing here? Jane Eyre fed to a bunch of fucking <laughs> around like. But yeah, d- I, like uh, gorilla like documentary. The <laughs> best. Yeah, she's like, oh. I like cast upon the river and looked over is the that- <laughs> Is that a Werner Herzog? Oh dear. No, it was a National Geographic one. Uh, and, oh, wow. and the guy was like an ex-Green Beret and he'd become obsessed with gorillas and was just like hanging out with gorillas. And Wait, I what's it, it called? Cool thing. I can't remember because obviously I was, I was a child. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, how like yeah. National Geographic have changed since then? I did a show for National Geographic and it, I, had, <laughs> I was on the National Geographic channel uh, shaking a bottle of champagne and shooting it in slow motion. What? For what? What was the show on National Geographic? <laughs> it was was called, it like... It, oh, it was called Science of Stupid. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I would watch that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. That sounds great. It's so all, what's the Science of Stupid? Oh, uh, it was basically... So it's one of those shows that if whatever this country was you, you go to... I remember this. So. Yeah, like whatever country you go to, if you go and sit in a hotel room for more than, you know, 25 minutes, you will find National Geographic on some, like, TV... Uh, yeah, that and the ID channel. And it's always, like, murder yes. porn shows. With yeah, exactly. Cross the border with 10 grams of cocaine and now she's in a prison. Yeah. Or, like... <laughs> Veronica had a secret <laughs> and nobody knew about it. And then she murdered her husband. <laughs> yeah, those kinds of shows. I've done those shows. I know oh those my shows. God. Have you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask, are there any shows that you're like, oh, took, I wouldn't have done that now. Yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like stand-up. It's a long... Yeah. Some people get really lucky really early on. Some yeah. some some people have to do the murder porn shows to get. <laughs> what was the best sort of like murder stuff that you've done so far? I did an ID discovery. Oh, uh, oh one yes. Called... You were in Silent Witness, weren't you? Yes, yes. That was a step up from the murder porn show. Definitely. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, Zombie Boy was in that. That was really cool. Do you guys remember Zombie Boy? Zombie Boy. He was. He was this guy that was, uh, he was in a Lady Gaga music video. That's how he became famous. Oh, that guy with all the tattoos and shit. Yeah, so he was covered, head to toe, t- covered in tattoos and he looked like a, uh, a like the inside of your body. So he was the inside, the inside was outside essentially. Oh, oh that guy. I, th- he, oh, I thought that was dead. in the talk show. Yeah, he, he, di- he passed away sadly. Oh, yeah. that's very sad. Um, Did you get to meet him then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so he was the head of a drug cartel. It was for the 20th anniversary of um, 
Silent Witness, which just shows you how long the show's been wow. going on. Yeah, really? I feel like Silent Witness has been one of those shows that has just been on for like didn't forever. I, this is what's happened so many times. I've been watching something and then go, I know her, and then it would. I, I was, I was, I remember this distinctly. I was staying at my brother's house during the first lockdown up north. Yeah, and I was like, Breeders came on. I'm like, I know, I know, later. <laughs> I think I texted you, and then and then we were watching something else, and I was yeah. with my brothers, you know, and we were watching something else, and then Killing Eve came on. I was like, "Fucking later again!" <laughs> and then my brother was like, "Oh, you fucking joking? You don't know people? Stop showing off!" And <laughs> tension, tensions had risen quite distinctly at that point. It's like, "Stop even say person. Shut fuck up, Lou. You're in my house." And just, <laughs> wow, your brother sounds sounds like he's very angry with you for no, a while. but he's <laughs> Ten seconds later, it'll be totally fine. So yeah. Anyway, but m- was, maybe that explains you, my distance. You watched the second season of Breeders over lockdown. Everything you've been in, yeah, I've probably seen in a non-creepy way. Breeders, the recent is, stuff, at least. Breeders like, is fantastic. I, it's yeah. really good. It's really good. It's I was so at, good. I was working at Avalon like at the same time that I think the first series came out, and it was yeah. And it was just there. There was so much buzz around it. I, me- I remember because it was just like going out and all of the like the the emails and the newsletters and all of our kind of signatures and our emails had like breeders and stuff in there. It's right. so I think it's one of one of my favorite comedy dramas at the moment that's yeah. out yeah. there. It's, it's like really- it's so well written. The performances are so amazing, including mine. For like a hot- <laughs> <laughs> it would be for like- I mean, you still the scene <laughs> for like a hot minute, uh, <laughs> literally. What was um, um- what was uh, Killing Eve like? Like, was that a, a fun shoot or was that interesting to sort of like? Yeah, that was really fun. Big um, it uh, weirdly actually, uh, like quite yeah, but big budget, but not like you know, not like scary where you're yeah, like, like Marvel, uh, like yeah. Um, we I only had a scene. I said I said I said yeah, like I knew, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Lou knows. Lou's yeah, been around. Totally. Lou's in the new bat. Like he's in the new like Jurassic Park, and he, play, <laughs> he plays <laughs> one of the pterodactyls, guys. That's that's his thing. I would like to ask you about your the dad documentary. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't think that it like you don't have to be a PR thing because I'm I was supposed to come to the thing, but I was just ill. I had the vaccine. Yeah, so what happened? So. What happened? Why didn't you come to the screening, huh? I, I, the, I had the vaccine. I was ill. Oh, you got sick from the COVID vaccine? Yeah. Which one did you have? The Pfizer or AstraZeneca? F- Pfizer. Pfizer. Le- left arm. What happened? Did you just get I just like... I just felt like shite for a, about a week. Sitting at me like it was my fault. I mean, yes, I think I think I've developed scurvy, but you know, (laughs) I think you already had that though. To be fair, do you reckon? (laughs) I'm writing something. Uh, How many oranges do you eat a day? Fuck off! I've got orange juice. (laughs) Okay, good, 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 good. Just checking. um, No, but so I'm right. This is such a crashing, uh, like, uh, like uh, crash to earth. So I'm writing like stuff treatments and stuff not particularly going anywhere but four pitches it's nice to be asked into working with people on stuff yeah for, for the first time not doing it on my own but then it's like when you write yourself into the character as like the main and then they're like you come back and you look at visuals and you're like eh, maybe maybe not <laughs> maybe, you know what i mean <laughs> 
like I'm not Mackenzie Crook. No. But I'm I'm not but I mean I, Ian Sterling's the main. Come on, put a bit of makeup on me. I could do that. I think you could. <laughs> I definitely think you could. You got just as much charm and charisma, uniqueness. Stop saying charm charisma. Say handsome, Elena. That's all handsome, I want. From handsome, handsome. That's that's what that means. That's what that means. You know. <laughs> charm um, and charisma. Don't well, need that. Do you, that's another one. It comes from RuPaul. That's another show. Was it uniqueness? Ner- oh, is it charm? Nerve and talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, when I learned out what I re- what I realized what that actually spelled out, I was like, oh my god, RuPaul is just it cemented that show as like, the greatest thing of all time. It's that, a very it's good the, show. It's a great show. Yeah. They should do it with with uh, with comedians with RuPaul. <laughs> do you reckon? Yeah, I think that would be. I'd watch that. I mean, I'd watch anything RuPaul makes, to be honest. But yeah, what? So you keep on trying to write yourself into your pitches, and then they come back. And well, no, like, no, no. It's not like that in depth. <laughs> it's going. Things are going fine, but it's just the realization of like when you have to be so like preferred casting. You're like, oh, do I have to sacrifice me being in something? Well, to be honest, it's it's, it's 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 a pitch treatment. No one's even no one's even no one even cares at the minute. God, no one even. They cares. do, but <laughs> I I dis- I disagree. I think the really cool thing about being able that well, first of all, the really cool thing about the way the industry is going right now is that you can generate your own work a lot more readily and easily. You know, even like Breeders, that's Martin Freeman's show, mm. or like I May mm. Destroy You. So it, you can do it. Obviously, it's never easy, but mm. at, at least now people can kind of write their own show from their own perspective and be in it as well yeah. and generate their own work rather than especially just, yeah. yeah especially in comedy as well because it's such a niche and create like i was this really nicely almost professionally leads us on to speaking of creating your own work yeah this document this this documentary tells about it, it looks and yeah. sounds amazing what's tell us we're gonna yeah. we'll play it well, actually here's a trailer my name is paul i was born in new york city on November 23rd, 1941. That makes me 78 years old. I speak three languages well, and a couple more badly. Thoughts? What is thoughts? Is he a rapper? Is that what it is? Bonjour. Hello. Come on to me. What a fucking loser. Bon dia. Almond milk plus cinnamon crunch equals major key to success. Buenos dias, buongiorno. How did you practice kissing before you got married? Well, because I went out with girls who were not marriage material. And boss, what is Netflix and chill, I assume, is a platonic evening. This is a lot of fun. Hey, you get that yummy yum. Well, he sounds more interesting than the other one. Not as so a I did. So my mom passed away two and a bit years ago. Mm-hmm. And my parents had been married for 50 two years at the time and my dad is is a he's a really cool he's a really cool guy he's very worldly and like quite interesting but he's he's definitely like a dinosaur in the sense that there's there's not a lot of people like him left he's from a certain type of society in new york that doesn't really exist anymore um and he's kind of like a wes anderson character a little bit you know he dresses (laughs) He's, 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 he like dresses in a particular way. Like he dresses for each activity accordingly. Like if he's playing tennis, he has to wear white. If he's gardening, he has to like, he's very, um, and when my mom passed away, my sisters and I were kind of worried that he was going to be lost because they had quite an old school relationship in that, you know, she did all the logistical stuff. She did all the like paying bills, ordering the food, like all those things. And, you know, after that much time together, you just assume that you can't 
survive without the other person. But surprisingly, he kind of found a new lease of life. Wow. I don't know what that means about their relationship. He he blossomed. (laughs) He he totally did. And it was really cute to see him come into his own and like, it just showed who the dominant one was in the relationship (laughs) this whole time. And so I kind of wanted to capture that just to see, you know, this moment in time of him being Mm. curious and kind of like a teenage boy again. Yeah. And Mm. then added layer of that was that everything that's been happening socioeconomically and politically at the moment, like we're dealing with a great deal of polarization and there's a new surgeon like a new movement of uh radicalism and then on both sides right and left and then there's all these really productive things happening as well with the black lives matter movement and um all the lgbtq movements and so it's a it's a it's a moment of like shift i feel like politically and socially and i thought it was a real shame that someone like my father would never be able to engage in a conversation with a liberal about these topics in a way that isn't un that is unemotional essentially i so have edgy- exactly the same things with my dad exactly Ex- the same things so someone like him would miss out on that and it's not yeah. he's obviously an exception to the rule because he is quite woke to some extent but he mm. represents unwokeness you know he's a white privileged male this, from a certain yeah. background fundamental <laughs> core yeah you know. exactly and that's just his upbringing and and who he is but he's not unable to be open to ideas Mm. and take on new ideas. So the idea was to create this sort of series of short documentaries. They're each like seven minutes long and each one is about a different polarizing topic. And you learn from him and then he learns through like a series of word association games and educational games and Siri. So he learns about like gender pronouns and like all that kind of stuff. And then Mm. he learns about, current affairs and PC terms. And then what, there's one about culture and like um, entertainment. So like reality TV, like we were talking right. about and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and it was just super interesting to see because even though he is himself and he's obviously mm. very comfortable with who he is, yeah, it was awesome. First of all, to see that actually these concepts are not new concepts at all. They're just the vocabulary has changed. Yeah. And in that way, we've named things more clearly, I think. Yeah. Um, and that he can take it on board and actually uh, understand it and acknowledge it. Some of it he agrees with, some of it he doesn't, you know, necessarily think about it all that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was quite quite sweet to see sort of yeah man it looked like, from the trailer it looked incredibly play he looked playful he looked like a, he looks like a playful guy he you is, know what he, i mean yeah he has a very like an inappropriate sense of humor definitely. like a little little, <laughs> little, little little glint in his eye little boyish charm about him he definitely does have a little yeah. charm about him what's uh what's it called what's the series called it's called another time with paul Awesome. And um, and it's the first thing I've ever directed on my own, which was really. It fun. looks incredible. Very very professional. It looks really Thank good. You. <laughs> Did you take a? Were you were you inspired by any kind of like documentary like documentary filmmakers or anything, or were you just kind of like let's just start filming? We terrifying prospect <laughs> doing that. Oh my god! <laughs> I had it kind of grew because it was very much like a 
collaborative process, I would say. I, I had this concept. Okay, so I'd seen that tick, something that Tig Notaro had done, oh, yeah. which is called Living Under a Rock. Have you guys seen this? Oh, was that the one about her cancer? Uh, or was, was that the she one? That was her like, show. She did like a weird short YouTube show that was sponsored by Amazon Alexa. And it was so stupid, but hilarious, where she, <laughs> she invited celebrities on the show, but she has a really bad knowledge of like pop culture. So these celebrities would come on and she didn't know who they were. Right. And through games, she had to figure out who they were. Okay. And Alexa was like the, the product that was being like sold through the, through this, this like. <laughs> okay. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate um, synergy. It was totally a synergized corporate yeah. upstream revenue. All that stuff. <laughs> um, and so I watched that and I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do something similar, but with like, you know that what's going on right now yeah yeah where you can educate because i don't know a lot of things as well so it was kind of cool to yeah. see that's so like, cool man. did you guys know that tupac was named after uh incan king a mayan no. mexican king yeah tupac amano apparently like, so stuff like that i was like oh, i didn't know that that's, that's so crazy. cool yeah yeah no idea i'd never actually thought of looking into like tupac's name or like where that came from i thought it was the moniker he gave himself but no, it's his name, right? Tupac Shakur. No, it's... Oh, shit, yeah, it is, isn't it? Tupac Shakur. <laughs> because I always think Tupac, you think of the number two and then Pat. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, according to Paul, I'm sure it's... I also didn't bother Wikipediaing it, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you know, Paul says... So you just... So you just logistically, you just got him on the couch, so set I basically, up a camera, go. We, yeah, so we... Or, it was just as the pandemic was starting. It was yeah. end of... It was February, 2020, 2020. Mm. And we were like rushing, he was in Madrid. And uh, I went with uh, myself, a girl who helped me, Natasha uh, mm -hmm. Farr, who helped me kind of produce the concept and was the first AD on day. And then uh, our DOP, Fionn, and we had two cameras and we basically, over the course of a weekend, we did all the episodes. Wow. And did like all the stuff and he was, such a good sport and then it's been a year of editing so there's a lot of animation mm. and visuals in it and stuff which mm. adds to it yeah, yeah, yeah. um it's kind of like a little bit like pretend it's a city i don't know if you guys saw no i haven't uh, seen that this is great we're, we're hearing so many new things that like <laughs> yeah. we've never fucking hear before because usually it's I, feel, I, feel, I feel enlightened and, and yeah, yeah. Gonna, this, is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly what we're doing the show for if you hear about this cool stuff yeah what 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 well, it's a very cool, sh it's a cool series on Netflix that um, uh, Martin Scorsese made about his friend, uh, Fran Lebowitz. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's oh. her, yeah. It's where all the memes come from of him just like losing it after like everything she says. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah, yeah. he's obviously adores her and finds her hilarious. And she, a little bit like my dad, is like a dinosaur of a certain era and a certain yeah, social yeah, yeah. scene in New York. And so she talks you through the evolution of Manhattan from her perspective. And it's a combination of like uh, couch interviews and, and she's just so interesting and yeah. witty and she's really cool she and obviously martin scorsese finds the funniest thing is their relationship because he finds her just so funny yes in the back hey fran uh i actually never heard of you before that's really a good way to break the ice <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the one and only fran lebowitz 
people frequently are infuriated by me because I'm filled with opinions. In New York, there are millions of people, and the only person looking where she's going is me. I should write a manifesto, the title of which would be Pretend It's a City. It would take one subway ride for the Dalai Lama to turn into a lunatic, <laughs> raging person. I'm the only person who's lived in New York as long as I have who has never made a correct real estate decision. <laughs> Do people buy books here? At this kiosk, no. Do you think it's fair to bring a book into Times Square? It's not fair to the books. Do you think that's, uh, that's going to be you in the future? Do you think you're going to go down the sort of the documentary, the documentary route and do some more? Or are you going to sort of just mix it up, keep it, keep it different? You I know? don't know. I just want to like, kind of do it all, you know? The dream, the dream would be to like make stuff that my friends can be in, like you guys. Lou can be uh, one of the leads in it, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> can I, uh, write himself can I, into as a long part. as I can... As long as I can do a little bit of Spanish. Uh... Yeah, yeah. You'll play the you'll play the Spanish waiter that is uh, also the pool cleaner. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I I'd love to do all of these things because I do. So I'm a. I earn my money doing acting and voiceover work, and that's great. And I love it. And then I'd love to add, you know, the writing and the directing to all of that, and just kind of combine yeah. all of it together. Could you Could you do a, a voice for us? Now yeah, for free with yeah, for no sure. money yeah, for absolutely sure. no money, and I, I must contractually look you in the eyes and say you will receive no money. Okay, Elena. I will. I will no, receive no, no money. Not one. Not one point one point one bitcoin. <laughs> oh right? Don't even. Could you? Could you? Could we get? I'll, a I'll buy you a pint. All right. Stop hounding me. Fuck. Could, could we get? Uh, could we get you to do a soundbite for us, which is just like you're listening to the cultural vacuums. But yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What oh do you God, want? It do you want an English accent or do you want an American accent? Oh. What, well, what does your spotlight say? Actually, it's like I can pull this up. That's actually quite. A... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we could do mine because I'm a mine is two things. I could do. Two, I can speak in two ways. How would I find that? I love so, that. Like when, especially when you're listening to your own show, Lou, and it's just like halfway through, as a little break bump. It's just Lou going, "You're listening to the cultural vacuums," and then it just goes straight back into your. Own. <laughs> Wall to wall, Lou. <laughs> how how come you guys started the show? What was the reason for doing this? Uh, the the pitch document was into you know we me Josh and Mo met. That's we were the three musketeers when we all met and started doing stand up. And then the idea was we want to come on and we talk about what we've watched and what we've done that yeah. week, what we've consumed. But the it was hard and the first probably how many josh seven episodes eight episodes were like us pretending to be like commode and the first, male. yeah the first, uh, the first okay. 10 the first 10 basically trying it's us trying to do a film club which just worked out horrifically because, like, <laughs> as lou as lou will say like he's only just learned what the word texture means even though he fucking said it every single time after every single yeah. film that was recommended <laughs> What I do you think texture, text. texture means? I think I just meant like depth, like it had a bit of quality. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Right, because kinda, I'm looking at... It makes sense though. I kind of love it. Right. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Jog on. Right, I'm looking at right, voice quality. It says husky and I know you. Mm. That makes sense. What's mine? I'd say yours can be uh, shrill at times. Shrill. Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> Come on my Zoom call and offend me. <laughs> Really? I'd says. say wow. I'd no. I'd say it's a uh, uh, salt of the earth, northern. Uh, that, that's too many words. Come on, it's one word, isn't it? Quality. Text me later. Quality. Smooth, smooth, and northern. 
I'll just write quality voice. No, I'll just write voice quality. Quality done. Are you you just filling out your? Are you just getting Eleni to help you fill out your? Sorry, no, 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 no. This is what this show has become. Just like Lou going to take tips from everyone that we interviewed. No, I'm trying to find. I'm trying. I would say, what do you think? I listen to Lou's voice. I'd say it's got you got quite a smooth, smooth voice. Thanks. Right. Okay. So I'm trying to find accents. Right. It's got range. It does have range. So, Elena, American, French, angry, Latin, Latin American, London, <laughs> Mexican, Mid-Atlantic, RP, Spanish, Transatlantic. What's Transatlantic? It's just my normal accent now. Mm. Could you do Cockney for us, please? Oh, God. No. Yeah, do it. Yeah, Cockney. You've got it on your high do you want like? Do you want, like... Um... like Can I have, like, a Stacey Dooley kind of... Oh, what is it when, like, radi- like kiss... Kiss radio. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. Right. If you could say it like a kiss, um, what they okay. call like a little ident on a on a what, kiss radio what, station. What, what am I saying? You're listening to. You're listening the to the cultural vacuums. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> All right. I can't. I can't look at you guys. <clears throat> cultural vacuums. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Hi everybody. Oh shit. No. It's like they're like this is so much fun. You're listening to the radio. You're listening to cultural vacuums. Yes, yes, I love yes. It. I listen, love it. listen up, England. You're listening to what is it? Cultural vacuum. <laughs> they like always laughing. They're like, ah, oh, don't you just love? Yeah, don't yeah. you just love being on the radio, right? Yeah, it's so nice. Right. To be, yeah, it's so nice to have these fresh beats. We've got like, um, all right, like okay, Fritz you... on the mic. Stop <laughs> saying. What they say? They're like, "What are you right. doing this? What are you doing? You guys having a crazy weekend?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It brings back memories of. I, I swear, for someone who grew up in South London, you sound like every South London girl, like friend of mine. It's amazing. That sounds that was perfect. You smashed it. Right. Smashed it. Um, I was gonna say actually another thing that I watched, which I really, oh yeah. really, really, really recommend, which is on Netflix mm-hmm. right now, is oh two things. So one is How to Become a God in Central Florida. Have you guys watched Yes. That? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. No. Miss Dunst, oh, take a bow. Good. Take Seriously. a bow. Oh, is this? Yeah. Wait, which is yes. it? What, what is this one? Is this the, you said Kirsten Dunst? Music? Yeah. <clears throat> She's oh. amazing. Directed, produced, like starred, like whole, it's her thing. And it was, it's oh, a story it's of, so what, what was it? Um, a, a lady, it's about pyramid scheme. Um, during the 70s and set in Florida, which is like where I was for like four years. So like that resonated, horrible place. And then um, I've crossed my legs a little bit and I can actually talk a little bit posher. So I'm trying to show range. Um, so it's about Florida. Um, and would you say a disgruntled woman, angry, Elena? She's quite, She she's like, she's definitely hungry. Like she's not going to let shit get in her way, basically. Her life is hard. Mm. So yeah, she is angry. Oh. She Love works it. her way up yeah. this pyramid scheme to God, dominate. Oh, and, and the amazing thing, I don't know if you thought about this, she hasn't had like loads of work done. So she looks yeah, I mean, like I thought, yeah. the character. Like she, she's just, is amazing it? looking and yeah, yeah. I, I remember saying that to Caroline. is it based on a real she's person stunning. i don't know i think it's no no but it feels it's like a, yeah. sorry i keep talking over you no 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 no, no. what I'm were you gonna I'm, say i'm on i'm just saying it, it just seems very authentic to yeah. the area the uh, okay. type of person that would work there but yeah it, it just felt like why would she believe in this guy because she loves him oh god great yeah it answers oh. any question that you think that you think oh is that a weakness no here's the answer it's a really good show 
It's really good. I would recommend. And then another one called Rami, which is, oh yeah, I think one of the best comedy shows I've seen in yeah. a long time. Rami is yeah. phenomenal. That has that second series started yet, or is it is it a third series? I think there was it's, a new series coming out soon. Yeah, probably. Or they're making the second. You're, you're, the second you're, prob- you're probably going to be in it, Elena. We'll find. I out. mean, because I can, <laughs> I can, I can totally play like a a, a Shia. I could play a, a Muslim girl. Easy. <laughs> not not in my range at all yeah. <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking of a different thing so i didn't know that was the reference point <laughs> you know though like i i think i had a bit of stand-up about this when i was doing stand-up like i had this mm. agent years ago who was a terrible agent like i don't even think mm. he knew what i looked like and because i'm a third cultural kid like you people don't really understand what you are they're like oh but you're mediterranean but you look white but like what are you they don't Mm. get it Mm. and i think because he literally did not had no idea what i look like he put me forward to play a persian slave girl on (laughs) the show (laughs) (laughs) and i called him up and i was like uh thank you but no like this is really like quite in it like it's it's going to be mildly racist if i go in and it specifically says (laughs) that farsi and like i don't really yeah, I mean, they wanted a, a Persian person, which they and he just should. assumed. <laughs> He's just like, oh, you'll be all right. Just, just wing it. Literally, he was like, "You're an actress. You should be able to act in anything." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, but you, like, would you know, you... Farsi?" Yeah, well, like this is like you wouldn't ask like a baseball player to try out for like the NFL. Like they're completely <laughs> yeah different yeah. thing. Like you would just wouldn't anyway. So I I went to to the audition and it was so uncomfortable and so embarrassing. <laughs> Because I, it was, I had to like, I put a headscarf on and everything. Oh it was God, just wow. awful, 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 awful. See, this is the stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. We, like we have to get you back on the show again, because I think there are so many stories like this that we could just go <laughs> on and just like talk about for ages. Cause I've always wanted to know just like actors and agents, the kind of, what's your relationship with like your agent after they've sort of sent you <laughs> down that well? Oh, it was, it ended <laughs> after that. Really? But uh, you can, uh, I think the joke was like, you can catch me on the next season of like, um, oh, what was the show that it was? It was like something like, uh, I can't remember. It was some like period drama. I can't oh, remember yeah. the punchlines and I even the whole thing. But yeah, that, that relationship ended very quickly <laughs> after that. Thank God. Could you text me his details though after the show? <laughs> He'll do wonders for you. You'll go up to to play like I don't know. A main. I don't know. You will be a main. I see it happening very soon. Um and uh to finish off, so what we like to do to finish off is what is your like favorite thing of all time? Like either a music, you know, it could be an album, it could be a film, a TV show, a play, or anything like that. Like, what is one thing that you would love from your past that you would love to just get everyone to read oh i mean it's quite a big question to like end on could be anything could be anything that's not helping i'm thinking more um there's so many it's big there's so many things that are so good Um, (laughs) what's your like what's your like personal favorite i mean you're probably doing it this is exactly what i would do something you go back to over and over again yeah you maybe when you were 10 you first came into i mean 
Like, this is uh, a really open question, Josh, that I've said that we should not use. <laughs> I think, it, no, it's a good question. I think maybe yeah, you should no, ask but... it at the beginning rather than the end. Yeah, um, I was going to say, yeah. Um, I found uh, that I always loved cartoons and television as a kid. And I was obsessed with like Ren and Stimpy and oh. Nickelodeon and the Simpsons and South Park and all that stuff. So I'd say that is something that I always go back to now as, as a grown up. I always go back to, to watching that stuff and I just love it. I think it's great. And then yeah. what other things? And then uh, uh, Re- Reno 911. Oh, is- yes. I love Reno 911. A massively like formative the, show for me. Anything the greatest that Thomas opening Lennon scene. does, it's yeah. just amazing. It's everyone in that show is just incredible. Yes. It's yeah, a perfect yeah, yeah. show. Suck my big black. I won the lotto. I won the lotto. I'm a millionaire, and I don't have to sit here anymore and listen to your bull. You crazy. Okay, that was a misprint. Okay. They all, yeah. every, they everybody all, had Apparently that. they printed uh, thousands, mm. thousands of them. Everybody yeah, that ha- it happens. Putting suck, suck your is on my to-do list though now. Definitely. Yeah. And then, this oh, is, and then is... Superstar with Molly Shannon. Oh, okay. Yeah, It's yeah, a yeah, terrible yeah. movie. <laughs> Worst, terrible, terrible film. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's it's so good because it's the whole cast of SNL when SNL was like Will Ferrell and Steve Carell and Tom oh, Green yeah. and all those guys. Yeah. Really oh, Often Mary, the ugly ducting, the dream to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fucking love Molly Shannon. I do too. She's so great. Such a legend. Um, and also, you're a legend. Thank you so much, Elena. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah. I, um, Good luck. I don't know if you guys <laughs> need it because it sounds like you know what you're doing. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for so much. And we'll put all links and everything uh, to the documentary and to all your new stuff coming up. And um, yeah. And oh, can been... you send us Juff, Duffy's jewelry thing as well? Because I want to tag that. Not yeah, that it'll yeah, help. Yeah. I don't think if you get <laughs> any Lou, orders. Lou is, Lou is like trying to find a way to like to steal my boyfriend from just me. Ask, I think. Just ask, <laughs> ask him. If, just ask him if he wants a pint. Let, yeah, I mean, well, I was going to say, when can we get together and actually have a drink in person? That's a good point. We'll have to, I mean, I probably won't say it on, to our 12 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we can all have a well, get together. I'll text you. Okay. I'll text you. And then it'd be, could, well, Josh you... just got a doggy. Too. <gasps> I was say, yeah. I can, I can bring the dog like, along. Doggy, doggy, hangout slash drink time. Maybe we should do something in South London and like the Latin village so we can like go back yes. to our roots. And I can speak Spanish. Arepa. And I can bring my new kitten. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, kitten, I don't know. can stay at home, kitten. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So close to being, so close to being the best can you, guest. Can you show me a visual of the, the little guy? Is he there? It's a no? French bulldog. The yeah. little dog. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Both of them. Let's all. Summer, where are you? Oh, oh um, my God, yeah, we'll make it big right there. Let me try and get...
ladies and gentlemen, just me doing the outro this week. Uh, that was the wonderful Elena Sorel. Next week, we've got... I'm so excited about this. We've got Ed Day coming round. Uh, see you next week. Stay safe. Bye, guys. It's coming home.